Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and this week I have Jen with me, and we're talking about seeing someone naked or having them see you naked. We're not talking about clothing. We're talking about letting someone see your emotions and inside your heart. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and I got Jen with me this week, and we're going to talk about being naked. And no, not that kind of naked. It still is a family <laughs> show. Um, Jen had actually shared a quote with me uh, and take portions of it just in context. Um, the quote is, you think you've seen me naked because she took, excuse me, you think you've seen her naked because she took her clothes off. Tell me about her dreams. Tell me what breaks her heart. Tell me, is she passionate about what she's passionate about? What makes her cry? Tell me about her childhood. Better yet, tell me one story about her that you're not in. You've seen her skin, you've touched her body, but you still know as much about her as a book you once found, but never got around to opening. And we've had this discussion before. And as you guys know, Jen and I are really good friends. She's who I went to visit out in Utah, and she's been back here a couple of times. Uh, we know each other pretty much inside and out. And, and with that, we, we've seen each other's souls and, and hearts naked. And uh, I went and actually answered like all these questions for her. I did take the dream part out of context um, <laughs> because she, she has some really weird dreams. And that's the first thing that came into my head, not like my dreams and my aspirations of what I want to do. Um, how much do you open up and how much do you open up to others and let them see you naked uh and the inside and jen what is your feeling on this whole thing about being seen or, or seeing someone else like this opening up and and bearing our soul to someone is a very quote-unquote naked feeling and even with that i don't think that everyone can or is comfortable doing that and and I, I like the way that the, the quote equates it to quote unquote being naked because you don't have it at that particular point. You don't have anything that's that's protecting you from any type of anything. When you're out and you're dressed and you're you're out in the sun and you have your t-shirt on and your hat on or your whatever, you still have some sort of protection. There's still something that is protecting you from the sun, from the elements, and from whatever. If you are out there without anything, you have no protection. It, it's just you and the elements. And when you are being soul bearing naked with someone, you don't have anything that is protecting you from the, the, the parts that are more hurt of, of your history, the, the parts that are scary, the parts that you're afraid that someone's going to judge you on or look at you like you are okay that's that's really weird like my dreams for instance but you don't have any type of of any type of barrier between you and them and that says a lot about your trust and your willingness to put yourself in someone else's hands and trust that they're not going to hurt you i i agree with that i 100 percent it's tough. And when I talked to you real quick, um, when I reached out to you, cause I know Shruti's away this weekend, uh, 
and we talked about this topic. And like I said, you had shared this quote and I said, let's do the show based on that. And I also wanted to touch on how, I mean, we've mentioned this before, but guys tend to be a little more and closed on and closed as in shut, not closed as in clothing, which in this case works that they're more reluctant to be naked from an emotional standpoint. Most guys are probably more open to being naked and the other terms. <laughs> um, but it, it's one of those things where I, I've definitely opened up to you. I mean, we, we kind of joke around that every time we visit each other, it seems like there's more tears than there are smiles. I mean, they're usually happy tears and some sad tears, but we, we have opened up to each other uh, on many levels. Uh, I have another friend who is extremely close. Uh, I have mentioned her by name on the podcast before, but for this case, um, I actually had shared this with her. Uh, I, I sent this to her and, I, and she wrote back that, and you need to be cloned. And uh, just because, again, not many guys are, are emotional. And I did the same thing. I answered the questions um, and sent it to her. And she said it, it pretty much made her tear up that. And she thanked me for actually listening, actually hearing. And these are conversations that we've had over the past two, three, four years. And I mean, just like with everyone, and hopefully eventually we can stop referencing COVID, but the past couple of years, we did not see each other as much as in the past. So it's not like you keep this dialogue going. There've been larger gaps, yet I still remember what she's passionate about. I still remember what her dreams were. Uh, and I think it's definitely important to have someone you can talk to and someone you are comfortable opening up to. Uh, but then on the flip side, it's also a very big responsibility uh, when someone else trusts you. It is. It is because they are putting their they're they're risking everything of their of themselves, hoping that you don't hurt it, hoping that you know that little piece of you that you've just handed to them be it your heart, your soul that you put into their hand, that you don't squeeze it, that you don't drop it, that you don't, you know, throw it up against a wall or, or whatever it is. It's, and some people have more clothing on and don't ever feel completely comfortable bearing 100% of their soul to anybody for various reasons, be it they were burned in the past, be it that they are you know that they've done that and someone has hurt them or that they have seen different aspects of the world judge different thoughts that they have had even though they've never expressed them they've seen them judged with someone else and they don't want to put themselves out there like that so they keep that back yeah i mean there's definitely a case of when society judges us uh, on different things and I mean, well, I mentioned like some of the, the three biggest topics and, and these might not go into something necessarily soul bearing, but we get judged on our political views, our sexual views and, and our religious views. I mean, those are three things that people might hold close to them because they don't want to be judged by their surrounding. And so there's a lot of, of personal things. And, and I have a good friend who who is extremely both religious and political and I avoid the political part. I'm accepting to the religious part because she is a comforting, a comforting feeling person to be around. It's not that 
beat you over the head with a Bible type thing. And, and so to talk with her about stuff like that is, is easier for me. Um, but there's times where there will be things where she will be judgmental. And so it's like, Ooh, can I bear this? And be like, she says, everyone has sins and everyone does, but we all have those skeletons in our closet as well. So there's times when we want to share parts of ourselves and, and be naked, so to speak. But there might be that one element we hold back where we tell people everything except that one little tidbit, because you know what, that might be the one that makes them say, oh, geez, you're nuts or, or nope that was wrong or whatever. They might judge you on that. And I, I don't know how many listeners will watch international soccer, watch the world cup. And if I mention the name Zinedine Zidane, if you're a soccer player, the first thing that popped into your head was the headbutt that he did in the world cup. One of the greatest soccer players to ever play the game. But that one thing is what's going to, what's going to hit you. Because you remember that one moment, and that's the thing. Sometimes we can bear our souls, and there's that one bit, and that's what we get judged on. I mean, it's not it's not really fair. No, it's not really fair, and yet it's what happens. You know, we can, even in recent, and not necessarily just the soccer world, <clears throat> excuse me, but in the the celebrity world i mean let's let's bring let's bring up will smith and the the slap i mean that's he's going to be always remembered for that two three minutes of what happened at that particular spot and i'm sure that there are some and i've seen some comments you know of i used to like him but there was that so there there's that that one moment that he did what he did that is now going to taint the rest of his career and his life. And he's never going to be able to get away from that. And it's, it's things like that, that cause us, you know, regular Joe citizen to hold back, even with our closest friends, that one thing that we're afraid that they're going to always remember they're going to see us and always see that one story or that one event or that one thing that we did or confessed to. And we don't want our lives to be tainted in their view by that one thing. So we hold it back. So being completely fully and utterly naked, soul bearing with someone is it's, it can be painful. And if you find someone you can do that with, hold on to them. Oh, I, I agree with that. And, and I kind of thought you were going to go, which you, you somewhat did, where as much as it can be painful, there are times when it feels like a weight's lifted off your shoulder when, when you find that person that you're comfortable with. Now, on, on the flip side, obviously, I have opened up to you. You have other friends that I know you're, you're their go-to. Um, how does it feel from that end when you have that person when you are that person that everyone comes to, does sometimes it feel overwhelming that you're, you're given, I mean, everyone likes that term TMI, um, where sometimes you're told more than you'd want to know. Uh, it's, it's nice to know that someone can trust you, but sometimes it's, it could be overwhelming. 
It, it can be. I don't view it necessarily as that. I, I feel very honored and privileged when someone does share a TMI with me because that means that they trust me to not hurt them, to you know, still support them, whether I agree or disagree with what they did or didn't do or thought or viewed or, or anything like that. The fact that they, that they trust me with sharing that part with me, I am humbled and honored by that. It's, it makes me feel like I, you know, like I'm a half decent person that I can actually be there. And then am I able to help them through whatever? No, not usually. Am I able to make them laugh about something? Oh yeah. That, that's, that's one of my, my, my best aspects is you can tell me just about anything and I, I will, I will support you. I will hug you. I will love you through it. And then I'll make you laugh because you have to laugh. Oh, I mean, we've, we've talked about that. Obviously, again, you and I have opened up and, and trusted each other. Um, we joke about how the best part of my first trip out there was gas station chicken strips and sitting <laughs> at the picnic table. And we were going to go to the, the local museum and we got these advertised best chicken strips in town that ended up being from a gas station. We figured we were going to sit down for 15, 20 minutes, go to the museum. And next thing you know, it's over two hours that we just sat there and talked. And a lot of it was that soul bearing conversation. I mean, we weren't just sitting there talking about the weather and the lack of grass that you have out in that <laughs> part of the country. Um, oh, it's getting worse. <laughs> but we still made the but we still made the museum, which was literally yeah. right across the park. So but it's and yeah, it it is definitely a a great feeling when you have that person. I mean, I, I've mentioned my my relationship and my marriage and and I, I use it on hair and Maria knows that I use it on hair to help others. And if you're having a roller coaster relationship or marriage, you're not alone. I mean, we're we're a month away from 21 years. And I mean, it's had some very low points and some very high points and some points where it felt the love wasn't there or was there and in and out and whatever. And I mean, you're a big part of of why I know how to love again and, and feel it and give it and get it. And, and being able to bear what I'm feeling to you um, definitely had a, a return in investment by you being able to help me. And it, it really is a good feeling when you have that person to open up to. And we talk about mental health and obviously our friends, and there's the disclaimer at the end of every podcast, um, how, whether it be me or Shruti or Jen, uh, we, we've done this with our coaching and, and with helping others, um, but definitely your, your mental health professional and, and your doctors are, are your, your first line that you go to. Um, anything they tell you overrides what we tell you, but on the mental health side, being able to, to open up to someone, and even if it is, and quote, unquote, just a friend, it is definitely better than holding it back in. And, and especially for the guys out there that are listening. And I know the guys rather just and grab the bear and the, and the burgers and sit back and watch the game. But trust me, find someone you can open up to um, and you're going to feel better. Yeah, because holding it in is like not getting that infection cleared out. It will fester and it will be a worse problem later. So with that said about being, you know, opening up 
and getting it out there and not letting it, letting it fester and causing a problem later, does that mean that everybody should actually find one person they can meet, reveal absolutely everything to? Not necessarily. I don't feel that everything needs to be exposed even to one person. Sometimes there are that one little thing that we want to keep for ourselves, be it a, a dream that we have that we don't, we're, we're not, we don't want to let go of it. It's our one, it's, it's our, it's our secret little teddy bear. It's our, our one little um, precious stone that we keep that is just for us. And I feel that's 100% okay. Also, we shouldn't feel like we have to, that we're a better and more whole human. If we have one person that we can share everything with. I don't feel that that's 100% necessary either. Sometimes keeping that something to us is just as important. Oh, I agree that we don't need to open everything up. I, I'm more concerned about the people that hold everything in. That's, that's where the trouble happens. If you hold all your emotions in and all your feelings in, and then, I mean, you basically implode. You just, you have no nowhere else to go. Um, having that one person that you can talk to, or in some cases, two or three people you can talk to that you open up about almost everything. It, it is definitely a comforting feeling, but yeah, we're all, we're all going to have that one moment that we hold back. I mean, I, I know you and I have shared, again, we've shared pretty much everything as far as we know. Um, but there was a moment there where you said there was one thing that you, you didn't tell me, one thing that you didn't tell me. And we left it at that um, until you were ready. And, and if you were never ready, then you were never ready. And that's, that's on you to, to hold that in if that's what you wanted to. And it's, it's one of those things where we don't need to share everything um, I'm just more concerned and you're starting to see it pop up more about mental health in general that I'm more concerned about the people that don't share anything and hold everything in. I mean, it's, it's okay to have someone see you naked. And for those of you jumping in mid podcast, which I don't think happens, we're not talking about naked with clothing. We're talking about just bearing your, your soul and your heart and, and who you are as a person and, and sharing those emotional moments with someone. One thing we, <clears throat> excuse me, the one thing we do need to make sure though is that we are naked with ourselves. That's true. Um, I mean, it kind of goes, I and mean, we, when I mentioned this episode, you mentioned the episode of the mask, uh, that, that shooting, I, who, and who's wearing the mask. And it's, it's not the case of wearing a mask, but you're going to act different at the bar with your buddies than you act at Thanksgiving dinner with your grandparents. It doesn't mean, you're, you're being fake in one instance or another. It's kind of like if you, you had a ruler, it's 12 inches and you had a little two inch span and at any given moment, you can use any of those two inches. Well, one to two, how you'd act with your grandparents and nine to 10, how you'd act with your buddies. You can't do both at the same time. And sometimes we need to be honest with ourselves and, and open with ourselves. And like you said, naked with ourselves to, to then eventually be able to share it with someone else. I mean, it's kind of like if you can't admit to yourself that you're I mean, quote unquote wrong, how are you going to ever admit to someone else? I mean, and 
wrong's not the right word, but same type of feeling. If you're you're not honest with yourself on what you're going through, how can you be honest sharing yourself with someone else? And sometimes that someone else is a total stranger. You know, we are talking about mental health and finding a, a therapist or a counselor that's going to work with you is very important. I remember when I, a few years back when I went looking <clears throat> for a therapist, there were a couple rules that I put in place, a couple of criteria that I wanted to make sure was the case. And one of the things that I wanted to make sure was that the therapist I found didn't know anyone in my family or in my spouse's family, because I didn't want any of those preconceived ideas coming in. A therapist, a professional therapist would never let that happen, whether they knew them or not. If they knew someone and they felt like they were not able to help you through or be the proper uh, person for you, they would tell you upfront. That's just ethical and that's how they work. That was one thing that I wanted to make sure. And it, it stems back to a, a movie. Uh, a kid movie literally called the kid um bruce willis was in it and he got sent back in time or his little his his younger self got got brought forward in time for him and he's sitting there at the bar talking with this newscaster and she's a total stranger she has he doesn't know her from anyone else on the street other than they sat next to each other on a plane at one point and she's asking him questions and he's burying his soul in reference to what's going on. And she sees it from a completely different point of view and throws it at him. It's like, okay, well, maybe this is why this little kid is back. And the fact that he was able to tell her what he needed to discuss, what he needed to talk through, because she was a total stranger, because there was nothing that she could ever hold against him because she he she didn't she didn't know that you know any of the history she he wasn't necessarily going to ever see her again and the comfort of strangers can be helpful i mean don't i wouldn't recommend i would not do it myself bear every dirty little detail about my my life to a total stranger on an airplane um my daughter may disagree that I would not bear every little dirty detail, but um, and she would laugh. She's like, yes, but mom, you would get all of their details. And, and that's not the point. The point is sometimes a total stranger talking is a comfort as well. So we have our close friends that we can be soul bearing naked with and great. Sometimes we have a, a total stranger we can bear a little bit with. That, that one little part that we can't share with someone else because we're fear of being judged or having it held against us or being looked at in a different light because of it. You know, we bear that with the strangers. Strangers not going to ever see us again. So there's no big deal on that, but it does allow us to get it out. But like I said, uh, make sure that we're naked with ourselves. Yeah, I was kind of going to comment on that. And for those that have Disney Plus, that movie, The Kid, it looks like it's available on Disney Plus if you'd like to see it. It's a um, really good movie. <laughs> But Especially the last of, line about the mood. Anyways. <laughs> kind of like what you were saying about the stranger. As much as we have our friends that we trust and that we open up to and we share every little detail with, sometimes it could put them in that awkward position of, oh, I want to support you, but e, this is wrong. Or, oh, I want to support you, but 
maybe I do need to, especially if we are talking mental health. I mean, if you start talking um, and some of the more serious topics of mental health where it's like, geez, maybe I need to get you to a doctor and stuff like that. It, it could put the listener in a tough situation. And then also when you're opening up yourself to someone that knows you, they know you, they, they could judge you a little more than that complete stranger. And whether it be that stranger on an airplane that you'll never see, or it's the stranger of the first time meeting your therapist or your counselor or whatever. Um, but mentioning like the counselors, there's a couple uh, podcasts that I listen to and one of them she recommends, it's kind of like dating. Go three different weeks to three different counselors and then pick which one you felt you fit with. And you don't necessarily need to go to the one that you went to that one time over and over again. Go one week to one, one week to another, one week to a, a third. And if you think one of those three are the fit, that's the one you go to. You don't necessarily need to stick with someone just because you went to them once and make sure and it's the right fit. And even if you do after after the three weeks and you, and you find the one that you feel like is a good fit and you're going and a couple months in, it's not a fit or it doesn't feel like as good of a fit as you thought it was going to be. It's totally okay to change. It is completely okay to change. Be that with your mental health therapist or even your, your, your physical doctor. You know, if it's not a fit for you, it's okay to change. You, you can quote unquote fire your doctor or fire your counselor. You can go find someone new. It's, we're not locked into that. Find someone that's going to help you. That's the most important part. You're not going to hurt their feelings. If you hurt their feelings, then it was obviously not a, a good match in the first place. And you, you stop drinking just in case. I want you to spit your coffee out. I'm not, okay. So you, can, I'm drinking coffee. Yes, it is very early in the morning here on, you know, so don't, don't mess with me and my coffee. All right. So now that you're, I'm you're not two, you're drinking. two hours, be, you're two hours behind me. Yeah. Like you said, you can quote unquote, fire your therapist or fire your doctor, but can you fire your phone a friend? Technically, yes, you can. <laughs> so, and to start wrapping things up, um, I, I think it's really important that we we are naked at times with, with our hearts and we find that person that we can open up to. And in some cases, that person can be one special friend or, or, or a, a quote unquote team of friends we got to talk about our circle, the, the close friends we open to, obviously, and your, your mental health professionals, your therapists, your counselors, um, people like that, that you can open up to. And like Jen said, not everyone has to open up and you don't have to talk about everything. I'm more concerned about the people that don't talk about anything and just hold it in. And I mean, I've always been one that has my my emotions on my sleeve I, I have no problem crying um and, and guys out there i'll tell you once you're comfortable doing that and you hide the the pride or the ego or cockiness or whatever you want to call it and you let your emotions show in the long run it will be better for you um but having that person you can talk to definitely makes it um everything that much better and and then on the flip side being that person that someone is comfortable with. Um, like I said, I got this quote from Jen. I went and, and answered the, 
the questions or the statements that were in there um, based on our our years together and they were pretty darn accurate and uh, like I said I, I read the the dreams part different uh, than what it probably meant um, but then I did it for my other friend and same thing it pretty much brought her to tears and she thanked me for actually listening and and hearing what she had to say over the years and Jen what's your your feeling to close everything up yeah, you wrapped it up really well really really well be it male or female or otherwise make sure that those parts of you that you <clears throat> excuse me that you keep to yourself are valuable enough to keep to yourself but make sure that you're also sharing when you need to don't don't hold it in don't don't feel like someone's going to judge you or or hate you or leave or never answer the phone again if you tell them something uh, they they will i can assure you they will they will love you just as much if not more with the fact that you are comfortable enough and trust them enough to share that be naked but again make sure that you are naked with yourself that is the most important part of it all Sounds good. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you next week. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset, and also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.